Good morning for Monday, February 1st, 2010. This is the New York Times Audio Digest, presented by Audible. In today's front page headlines, Obama seeks to change no child law. Toyota was slow to admit severity of problem and bribery at issue as inquiry looks into Blackwater. In this morning's business headlines, risky trading wasn't just on the fringe at AIG. News Corp unit to pay $500 million in a settlement, and Amazon blinks and agrees to a publisher's demands. There will be more financial stories as well as more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, these are the stories on this morning's front page. The top story is written by Sam Dillon. It's headlined, Obama Seeks Change to No Child Law. The Obama administration is proposing a sweeping overhaul of President Bush's signature education law, No Child Left Behind, and will call for broad changes in how schools are judged to be succeeding or failing, as well as for the elimination of the law's 2014 deadline for bringing every American child to academic proficiency. Educators who have been briefed by administration officials said the proposals for changes in the main law governing the federal role in public schools would eliminate or rework many of the provisions that teachers' unions, associations of principals, school boards, and other groups have found most objectionable. Yet the administration is not planning to abandon the law's commitment to imposing higher standards, encouraging teacher quality, and closing the achievement gap between minority and white students. Significantly, said those who have been briefed, the White House wants to change federal financing formulas so that a portion of the money is awarded based on academic progress rather than by formulas that apportion money to districts according to their numbers of students and especially poor students. The well-worn formulas for distributing billions in federal aid have, for several decades, been a mainstay of the annual budgeting process in the nation's 14,000 school districts. Peter Cunningham, a Department of Education spokesman, acknowledged that the administration was planning to seek broad changes to the No Child Left Behind law, but declined to describe them specifically. He said that although the administration had developed various proposals, it would solicit input from congressional leaders of both parties in coming weeks to turn the proposed changes into legislative language that can attract bipartisan support. Some details of the president's proposals are expected to be made public on Monday, when the administration outlines its preliminary budget for the 2011 fiscal year. The changes would have to be approved by Congress. Currently, the No Child Left Behind law requires the nation's 98,000 public schools to make adequate yearly progress as measured by student test scores. Schools that miss their targets in reading and math must offer students opportunities to transfer to new schools and free after-school tutoring. Schools that repeatedly miss targets face harsher sanctions, which can include staff dismissals and closure. And all students are required to be proficient by 2014. Educators have complained loudly over the eight years since the law was signed that it was branding tens of thousands of schools as failing but not forcing them to change. The Federal Secretary of Education, Arne Duncan, foreshadowed the elimination of the 2014 deadline in a September speech, referring to it as a utopian goal, and administration officials have since made clear that they want that deadline eliminated. In recent meetings with representatives of education groups, Department of Education officials have said they also want to eliminate the school rating system built on making adequate yearly progress on student test scores. 
They were very clear with us that they would change the metric, dropping adequate yearly progress and basing a new system on another picture of performance, based on judging schools in a more nuanced way, said Bruce Hunter, director of public policy for the American Association of School Administrators, who attended one of the meetings.